Welcome in to episode number 203 of Betting the Pitch. I'm your host, The Real Underscore G Warner, and it is late night with The Real G- Underscore G Warner, as always. Thought we would get past this point with soccer season almost done, but, uh, you know, it's midnight here in Dallas, Texas, and uh, I figured why not get something in because we got the UEFA Conference League final tomorrow in uh, Prague, and then... Uh, also going to discuss the Champions League final plus the new relegation playoff in Italy because the two uh, or two sides tied for the last position uh, of relegation. And so they instituted a playoff just in time this season to make sure uh, that we get an extra game of football on that's coming up on Sunday. I'll do that in order of the matches going this week. So I'll start in the Europa Conference League, then move to Champions League, which probably will have a lot more detail. And then uh, last with the relegation spat in Italy. Um, probably will be another podcast coming up um, as I mute or try to mute everything else. Um, there'll probably be another podcast coming up uh, to really go through the Champions League more in depth. But I wanted to get something out there as quick as I could for all of you that were looking to bet the game, potentially with some movement coming on this number that I've been watching for weeks now, it feels like. Um Huh. And I'll do an ultimate best bet as always. Plus got a pregame.com promo code coming. Um, so make sure you stick around for that. Uh, all lines quoted in this podcast are courtesy of betonline.ag. My favorite place to get my bets down early. Reduced juices offered on almost every game you want to bet right up until game time. Please follow the link found in the podcast description to fund your account and use the promo code GW50 to receive a 50% match bonus up to $1,000. So now you get some extra money in your account. Let's figure out how to multiply that and turn it into more uh, and we'll start with the Europa Conference League final, and that is Fiorentina from Italy and Italian Serie A. Uh, and they are taking on West Ham from the English Premier League. Uh, budgets are slightly different in this one. West Ham with a lot more money playing in the uh, in the money league in the world. Um, but this is uh, pretty much a pick. I'm right down the middle uh, in terms of where this number was. It was initially when I was tracking this, I thought Fiorentina might be a very slight underdog at Pickham, uh, and they were initially, uh, but now we have the juice split both ways. At Bet Online, minus one ten at a Pickham for both sides. Neutral site makes a little more sense. Over under is two and a quarter juiced to the under. Uh, it had actually started out a little bit more juice to the over, so that juice is flip flop a little bit. It's a low total at two and a quarter, but uh, one that I'm I'm interested in. In terms of to lift the trophy, we have. Uh, or the two advanced number that you would have seen in other rounds. Um, we have Fiorentina initially, they were even money. Now they've moved up to minus 110 or down to minus 110, depending on how you uh, wanted to qualify which direction that goes. Um, and I don't know necessarily that a lot has changed. Uh, I'm going to go through this in depth. I might as well start, start with Fiorentina, who um, played a week later than West Ham did as West Ham and the English Premier League finished a week early so that they could devote the entire last weekend to the FA Cup. Whereas uh, Italy played last weekend, um, Fiorentina really didn't play their best players, though. Um, a lot of changes they employed and a lot of their good players really didn't even see any action. Nicolas Gonzalez came off the bench. Um, their goalkeeper didn't play, neither did Baragi, their captain, Milinkovic, their likely center back starter, Luka Jovic, who I'm not sure is going to be in the starting lineup, but he didn't play, neither did Sotil or Mandragora, um, neither did Igor, potential starter at center back. Um, when I look a little bit more in depth at what Fiorentina played, so Fiorentina, they did win 3-1 on the road at Sassuolo, um, but hard to really take a lot about that match because it's probably not the same type of lineup they're going to put out there. Um, 
in terms of what they did play, I guess, I think, I mean, they, Fiorentina have been, um, let's just say in a, they've been playing two matches a week for a long time at this point. And I'm not sure how much they really, I mean, they had the Copa Italia final as well, which they put their best line about four so for that one. So I feel like that's probably gonna be very similar to what you'll see in, in this uh, champ or Europa Conference League Championship or, or your UECL final as they have it uh, hashtagged on Twitter. Um, I would expect Dodo and Milenkovic, who I just mentioned, Lautaro Martinez, also um, Baragi, like I mentioned, who didn't play as we in Kashavili didn't didn't play Amrabat coming in, uh, Ikone Cabral, who did start this weekend, but I would expect he will start again. Nico Gonzalez start on the right wing, and then Bonaventura in the middle. Um, in terms of substitutes, um, not not sure the too many of their main players. I'll, I'll switch now to West Ham, who. Um, really didn't play a, a full team. Um, still gave uh, pr- now, I guess, relegated Leicester City a, a pretty good matchup, but uh, ultimately were rotating off of their own. Um, well, I guess they had played the the Conference League before that. So um, some some managers play their best right before um, even in a meaningless match to them because uh, West Ham were already safe and had already clinched this uh, Champions or this Europa Conference League final berth. Um, Pep Guardiola likes to play his best players, um, though in the FA Cup, that was a little bit different. We'll get to them in a little while. Um, but West Ham, you probably argue they're a little rusty because their best squad hadn't really played uh, in a little while. This should be the send off for Declan Rice, um, who started next to Flynn Downs. But I, I would expect that Suchek would probably play in there unless they're going a little bit more aggressive and offensive. But um, I, I think that probably brings me to, to discuss the managers here. Uh, Italiano for Fiorentina is an aggressive possession style um manager um Fiorentina were one of the most uh, at some of the highest possession stats in all of the top five European soccer leagues so that's a really good sign especially considering Fiorentina finished almost mid-table you'd call it in Serie A this season uh West Ham on the other side they're going to play very differently uh David Moyes wants to play behind the ball and try to counterattack you to death which really doesn't have a ton of pace for that type of setup um, especially Mikel Antonio's aging legs and size really kind of limiting his speed factor um, that seemed to be important, though, I honestly kind of felt like a bull in a China shop. Um, but West Ham, they really want to get on you on set pieces and on corner kicks. Um, so those are going to be valuable. I think it's something that Fiorentina need to make sure that they don't allow. But Fiorentina will possess a lot of the ball. So I don't really see West Ham uh, creating much. I wouldn't have seen them creating a, a lot anyway. Um, but the way that they are going to try to score in this matchup are on counterattacks or on trying to set uh, to create set pieces and corner kicks, as I just said, which are a low expected goal probability events. Um, so I feel like that's a pretty good setup for Fiorentina. I'm a little disappointed that the, the market has kind of respected them a little bit more. I mean, the, the line has barely moved just a little bit of juice at bet online, but uh, I do feel like the, the, uh, the total Feels like it makes a little more sense with uh, Fiorentina's, I guess, a uh, little respect on the side, but more so the total flipping juices as well. Not a huge change, but um, I'm going to watch this one pretty closely. I think that's my strongest lean for this one. Um, just to, to really to summarize why I'm thinking that is that Fiorentina are going to possess the ball. West Ham are do their best to try to keep this as low scoring as possible, really to try to find one goal and then hold on for dear life. It seems like the, the way that David Moyes wants to play. Um, I also feel like in a cup final and especially with a, a trophy on the line, which is something that all of these players who ever wins, even if they don't even make the pitch or play a minute, uh, they're still going to put it on their CVs, their resumes, and, and be able to claim that they were a, 
uh, UEFA champion of some sort. And who knows if anyone will really li- even listen when they're retired and, and who cares what, what league it was, whether it's the conference league, the Europa league, the champions league. I mean, you might not be able to, to lie so much about the champions league, but anyway, um, the point is the trophy. And I think it's going to be a really tight game. Certainly things can get, go a little bit haywire if a team is leading, but I think both these clubs and really any team that's in a, a trophy uh, bearing final, they're going to play as conservatively as possible for the last few minutes. Um, maybe go take the ball to the corner flag as opposed to trying to score on goal late to, to potentially push an under to an over or push on on, on total um, with a, a empty net style late goal. But uh, I guess that that opportunity and that that chance is always open. But um, I just don't really like the setup for West Ham to score a lot of goals. I think they're going to have low expected goal events, and then Fiorentina are going to possess the ball and they're going to really be facing a defense that's been stuck in for a lot of this year that have had to fight their way out of relegation in England while still having a ton of success in, in the conference league. Um, but I don't know necessarily there's a lot of offense in, in this matchup. And so that's not a lot of what I'm expecting. I'll now move to the champions league final, which everyone is most interested in. This is on Saturday, um, a week after Manchester city took care of Manchester United in the FA cup at Wembley stadium in London. Um, in terms of the lineup they played, Man City had played their cup goalkeeper, Stefan Ortega, uh, formerly of Armenia Bielefeld in the German Bundesliga. Um, they got relegated. He was looking for another place anyway. They did start him in the FA Cup final. It should return to Ederson um, for the Champions League final. And his uh, creativity out of the back, I mean, he hasn't really had an, as an awesome year in, in the Premier League. They seem to not keep as many clean sheets as you would expect. We're such a, a dominant title-winning Manchester City. The odds are back. Welcome to uh, BTP number 203, because that's the only how it goes. Shout out to all the Connecticut area codes if you're listening. Um, anyway, you you probably got a little more money uh, to, to throw out these lines. You probably don't even need that bonus from Bet Online. Anyway, so in terms of the Man City lineup from this uh, FA Cup final against Manchester United, Kyle Walker started, as did Ruben Diaz. Um, Manuel Kanji in the back, John Stones in his weird hybrid center defensive midfielder type of role. Rodri also had played center back for the Spanish national team. So there's a lot of, there's a bunch of defense in that midfield to say the least. Bernardo Silva, who's been awesome um, and been so incredible scoring a ton of goals, gets away with every foul, tackle, tactical foul, everything, avoids yellow cards, red cards, everything. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, one of the most creative players, uh, Ilkay Gundogan, who's one of the best creators, who doesn't get talked about enough, uh, captain of City. And then Jack Grealish, who uh, I feel like has taken this job from Phil Foden. I'm not sure that there's a huge difference in those two, but being able to put one fresh on at 60 minutes might be a big deal in this matchup. And then, of course, up top, Erling Haaland, who scored more goals than some teams or leagues did, I feel like. Um so that's, I don't expect a ton of changes in that matchup, barring some sort of late fitness injury, uh, injury and in training, fever, or something like that, mono, COVID, who knows. Um, as for Inter, their, their last match, they played a pretty rotated side on the road at Torino, but ultimately were initially an underdog uh, and then ended up winning the match. So both come in off of victories, um, both were away from home, uh, one Man City on a neutral Inter Milan were uh, on the road at Torino. And that's a tough matchup. Torino were a mid-table side in Serie A, but going on the road for a team that possesses the ball a lot, I felt like Inter played pretty well. They started Lautaro Martinez next to Roman Lukaku, which I'm hoping is going to be their starting lineup because Lukaku is in a great run of form right now. We know how good he can be. Um, and he's one of the best players in the world when he's got his motivation, when he's when he's got the momentum, and he seems to, to have that. I think Chelsea are going to want to take him back 
uh, for next season, considering they own his rights. But we'll see if that ends up happening. Um, as for the rest of the lineup, I mean, Handanovic started at goalkeeper. That's definitely going to change to Onana. Uh, Bastoni, DeVry, and Darmian started in the back. Um, and then I know that they made sure to rest DeMarco, who's suddenly become a very, very important player for them, which is surprising a little bit. Nicola Barella started on the bench. I expect him to, to, to start in midfield. Um, prob- definitely over Gallerodini, but um, maybe Brozovic is in there next to Chalanoglu. But I also feel like that might be a Mkhitaryan type of situation if he's healthy enough to play. Um, Dumfries on the, on the right wing back position. Golson started on the left against Torino, but I don't think it'll be that. It'll be more DeMarco's position because why would you take him out after all the goals he's been scoring and after how, how well Inter has played, really controlling their city rivals, Milan, in the semifinal and really, I think, impressing significantly throughout the season despite uh, Napoli's runaway Scudetto ch- title or, or trophy win in, in the Italian Serie A. So that, I guess, is a little bit of a run-through of, of where... Um, everyone was playing uh, or who started in their last matchup. We did see Jekyll come off the bench. I guess Bellanova, who's probably not going to play a huge role. A Cherby who had been pl- starting a lot and, and might make the starting lineup in that back line in the middle and potentially fill in for DeVry. Um, I would expect Inter to play as defensively as possible in this matchup. Now I'll get to the line here. I'm interested. He's currently a one and a quarter goal favorite bet online. All the juice on Inter right now over under is two and three quarters. Juiced almost all of the juices on the under. Um, it started initially, I was expecting it to be a one goal underdog with an over under of three, um, open one and a quarter at minus minus one ten both ways. It's Simpson. There's been a bunch of inter money coming on. Um, and I tend to agree with that. I feel like this is going to be a really tight matchup. We've seen how Man City have, have not been able to secure a Champions League trophy. Um, uh, it's been the one that's gotten away from them multiple years in a row. Um, got lost in the final to Chelsea a couple of years ago. Um, somehow collapsed against Real Madrid, who ended up winning last season. Um, I don't know necessarily that they're not going to win this competition, and especially there's I'd favor them uh, as the longer this match goes. But uh, Inter Milan are a great side, and I feel like have been playing so well that um, seeing them getting more than a goal uh, seems gigantic to me, and it honestly feels like a number I don't want to let get away from me. Uh, as for the total, I would love to see a three. I feel like that that push on, on, on three goals in, in the first 90 minutes plus stoppage time would be incredibly essential for me to play an under. Um, I am leery of playing unders with Manchester city, but um, that's the, probably the number of holding out for the juice is going the other way though. It looks like it's going to hit two and a half before it hits three. Um, so it might not be a lot for me to play there. As for how this matchup will go, I expect Inter Milan to play on the counterattack. That's how they want to play. That's how they've set up for years. Um, ever since they won Scudetto under Antonio Conte, Simone Exaghi, who's honestly looked like he was on the hot seat and going to be relieved of his duties or sacked as manager. Um, he's delivered everything you could ask for besides Scudetto this season and getting the Champions League final, especially coming out of the group of death all the way back in the group stage in Champions League with Barcelona and Bayern Munich. Um, it's been an awesome run for them, and I would expect him to be very confident that he will maintain his job. And that sets Inter Milan up for good, I think, success next season as well. Um, Manchester City are going to possess the ball. They're going to run up the, the pitch and they're going to take a lot of chances, I think, because they're used to teams trying to play defensively against them. I think Inter are a little bit different than what Man City have, have basically destroyed for months and months and months now in the Premier League, where everyone sits behind the ball and just tries to um, do as much as they can to stay in a match with Manchester City. I think Inter Milan have a lot more threats in their lineup, uh, especially with the way Lukaku's playing. And honestly, Lautaro Martinez should be talked about more because he's been so good. 
um, and probably the best player on the, on the Inter side for a long time this season. Um, I don't know necessarily that he's the, the paciest to potentially run by Manchester City on that counterattack, but Man City, honestly, they haven't dominated possession as much against the best teams in the world, nor in the Europe, uh, the English Premier League, excuse me. Um, they're great at taking tactical fouls, tactical fouls that should be yellow cards. A lot of times they don't get yellow card like they should. Um, but I respect that they, it will be a pretty even refereeing type of situation. No English or Italian refs. Um, hopefully no Spanish refs. I swear to God, that's probably what's going to get drawn here. And that will be um, really bad and probably offer more penalties than are deserved. And a lot of ridiculous shenanigans that goes on with La Liga. Um, I'm really hoping it would be a German uh, or a French, but I feel like the way everyone talks down about French leagues is probably not going to be, I'm, I'm hoping maybe Daniel Siebert or potentially um, Dr. Felix Brisch from, from Germany, but we'll see. Uh, I haven't seen that announced just yet. It doesn't really matter too much, but certainly something to think about. And if you're playing card props or all those sort of things, that might be what I do for the champions league episode is come on, do another bet in the pitch that gets a lot more uh, in depth with props and things of that nature. Cause you might not want to bet the side or total here. You might want to find something else. Um, as for the two advanced number, uh, we have Manchester City minus 450, which has actually been falling a little bit. So that's where it initially opened, but then climbed up to minus 500. So uh, one to five, 500 wins, $100. Uh, we saw Inter start at 325, climb to 375, back down to 355. So it's nice to see a little bit of respect coming in on the Italian team that really I think has deserved it for their their the way they've played this year. Um, and ultimately, I feel like... Um, it's, I mean, I think it's going to be a much closer match than this line suggests. Um, currently the one and a quarter with all the juice right now, I don't want to lose that because if Inter lose by a single goal, I'd rather win some money than push for the last bet of the season or one of the last is depending on the Serie A match and what ends up coming on Sunday, uh, the day after this Champions League final on Saturday. Um, but that's the way I'm, I'm most interested in right now. Like I said, I'm interested in under three as well, um, but I don't necessarily think it's going to get there. Um, I do think Inter have a good shot to win this 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 championship, this trophy. Um, and I think, I mean, I've had pretty good success fading Manchester City. It's not always a fun thing to do, and the losses feel terrible. But um, ultimately, I could see Manchester City celebrating it at the final whistle, a one-goal victory, and you still win half a bet on Inter Milan getting one and a quarter goals. Um, last but not least, before we get to the pre- pregame promo codes, um, a bunch of things i got to mention on pregame as well. Um, plus, um, want to mention my Patreon and then also, um, get you an ultimate best bet. Um, but let's, let's go through and I guess, um, I don't have a line yet for this Serie A final relegation playoff day, whatever we're calling it. Um, it's a neutral site. It's, it's Hellas Verona who, uh, were one of the worst teams in, uh, Serie A, but ended up making a big comeback just to get to, into this type of spot against Spezia Calcio, who Spezia were honestly looked like a safe team for a long, long time. Um, and then all of a sudden they weren't, they stopped scoring goals and then had some big problems down the stretch. Um, they played Roma really tight in, on Sunday, if not for a late, really soft penalty, um, welcome to soccer. But if, if without that, I mean, they took a one nil lead very early in the match on a unheralded goal score, but then couldn't hold on. Paulo Dybala does, did what he does. Um, and that's unfortunate for Spezia as it likely kept them or, or put them in a position to get relegated when they honestly, based on the, the situation they're in facing Roma rotating off their Europa league loss. Um, you know, it, it should have been a lot better, but unfortunately it wasn't it Took a red card. It also really changed the match, uh, which allowed a penalty late, late, late in the match. Um, 
And I don't know Amiens' status. I imagine if he got a red card in a Serie A match, he probably is not available for the relegation match. But uh, that's something I'll need to look into as we get closer. Um, for Without a, a number, it's hard to really say much here. I'm expecting a pick but a little bit more juice on the Spezia side. I feel like they've been playing better and have a more uh, viable route to goals with Enzola and, Jass- and Jassi up front. Um, as for Verona, I feel like they don't have as many goals in them. Um, both these teams are not great, but I feel like Spezia are better. So I'm, I'm looking to back them as an underdog. I don't think I'll have that. Um, total, I expect to be pretty low. Two teams fighting for their salvation, fighting for their jobs. They're to not switch and have to move to another team or club or, or situation. Um, so I expect to be really tight. I think the total will be higher than two. I'm going to guess two and a quarter is where it'll end up kicking off at. I'll lean under there. Uh, but since I don't have that, it's really hard to make that an ultimate best bet or anything like that uh, at this state in the show. And it's late. So I think I'll, I'll deliver some codes, give you an ultimate best bet based on the UEFA tournaments that are wrapping up in the finals this weekend uh, and then get out of here. And then we'll get ready and try to make another one coming up down the stretch. So uh, if I could find this tab so I can get all that over to you. Um, so I want to mention my, my Patreon. It's uh, it's it's similar to what I'm offering at premium.com, but it's a cheaper price and it's a little bit different. I know people have complained about the cost of pregame and I get that. Um, so I've tried to offer something a little bit different that gives you kind of my leans going into the day. And then I try to update it uh, during the day so that everyone knows what's happening. Uh, I try to leave a notification for everyone who, if they see something's coming, uh, or I, I lock something in, then you'll be able to get a buzz on your phone if you have the, the app. And then I'll tell you that what I've done and you take with that whatever you want to. Um, uh, Patreon.com slash the real underscore G Warner. Same handle everywhere. You can find it on Twitter, Patreon, um, anywhere it's possible. It's there. Um, of course, I have the, the promo code. If you aren't a bet online subscriber, um, it's a really big time to do it if you're a baseball better for sure, or if you're looking for openers, especially with uh, season win totals and things coming out in the various football, uh, American football leagues. I highly recommend checking them out and use the promo code in the uh, an episode description. That'll get both of us a bonus uh, for getting in there. And I think give them a little bit more reason to keep uh, marketing or advertising with me. Um, now I'll get to the promo code. Um, well, I guess I'll, I'll start with the promo code. I'm going to do city. 20 C-I-T-Y for uh, the supposed Champions League final champions. Um, City 20, get 20% off all uh, all all you can look for, all you want. Put it in a big order at pregame.com. Um, bosses will like me, so uh, I'd appreciate that. want to mention also free $25 content. If you haven't signed up for pregame.com yet, well, now is the time to do it. Pregame.com will give you a $25 site purchase just for signing up for free. It takes 90 seconds. Take advantage of being a site member. There's a forum. You can start building your own type of following as well as potentially becoming a pregame pro like myself um, and plenty of others on the site. Uh, it'd be huge for you if you haven't done it yet. It's a good way to, to refine and, and kind of sharpen your tools. It's really where I got started. Um, I don't think pregame.com had forums then. Uh, back in the covers days, it's where I was. Uh, and shout out to my, my boys at cappingthegame.com. Also a great spot as well. Uh, but pregame.com gives you $25 free just for signing up. Uh, don't think you get that a lot of places. So check that out. Um, you can use that $25 site credit to purchase a premium pick from any of the pros out there, including myself. Uh, get you everything you want as quickly as possible in your hands. 
Uh, it's the best way to get your free best bet today. So use that. Use City 20 if you want to get make a big offer. I mean, certainly if you want to buy some football packages for myself, other other handicappers as well. Um, there's I, I know that we were doing some like year-long packages and things like that. Um, 20% off will certainly help a lot more than $25. So uh, keep that in mind. Of course, I'll, I'll do a baseball podcast with my co-host Scott Seidenberg coming up tomorrow night because I just podcast all my life at this point. When I get home from work, it's like a joy for me. It actually is. I really like it. But um, also the last thing I'll mention is the MLB Summer Slam. It's a free $500 con- contest at uh, pregame. You make 50 minimum picks or maximum of 100. Most net units wins. Um, you do it on the pregame.com website. First place wins 500 in, in pregame dollars. 250 for second place, 100 for third place, no entry fee. Just don't even worry about it. It's free. Go play. See if you can get hot. Put up a really nice number and maybe gloat about it on the forums. Go to pregame.com with contests to find the MLB SummerSlam 500. Don't wait. The action is rolling. There's still time to join, but hurry up. You got to get in there because it ends at the all-star break. So make sure you get in. It started June 1st. You've only missed a week, but uh, I'm sure you can make 50, pl- 50, 50 plays will be easy in the, la- in the next month and, and a week or so. Um, and so let's see, what else do I need to cover? I got the Patreon, patreon.com, the real underscore G Warner. I guess if you're on YouTube watching, please hit subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Please uh, hit a hit hit a five star review. Um, add add some color if you'd like. Say something negative. Hate on me, clown on me for losing a ton of money on X Club. I'm sure it will probably. I'll look it up and see how much I actually lost. I've got a lot of accounting to do to tie up this season, but that's coming uh, as soon as the soccer stuff ends and I can start going to bed at a normal hour. Um, not of course happening today. It's already twelve twenty four local, but uh, got to do it for the people and got to try to get uh, some winners out there. So. Um, right now, I think it's time to jump into the ultimate best bet portion of the show. Um, unless there's anything else I really need to do, I don't think there is. So let's get into it. So this is betting the pitch number 203 with the real underscore G Warner. And because we have a Champions League episode coming up, I'm going to give my best bet for the Europa Conference League final. And that is uh, going to be contested in Prague. It will be Fiorentina from Italy against West Ham in the... English Premier League. So um, trying to give you a best bets because I want to end this. I mean, it's been a good run towards the end of the season. want to make sure that I'm uh, ending it the, just the way we started it. Um, of course, accounting coming soon. But anyway, I think Fiorentina are going to possess the ball for uh, as much as they can this match. West Ham are going to sit behind the ball and try to defend, um, which means it's going to be really hard for West Ham to score goals unless they're taking penalties, which you never know if that's coming. But I feel like there are less of those in Champions League finals or, or Europa Conference League finals in this case. Um, and so therefore I don't see a lot of goals going in. So take the under two and a quarter in West Ham against Fiorentina and, uh, laugh all your way to the bank at a nil, nil match that goes to extra time or something like that. And that'll do it for this episode. Betting the pitch number two, zero three. I'm the real underscore G Warner on Twitter. Find me there, fall into my DM, slide into them. However you want to get in there. If you want to chat or potentially talk about next season, I'm already trying to plan what uh, I'm going to put together for next year. Certainly doing a lot more of a look into futures. Uh, had an okay season this year with Ren coming through. Um, unfortunately, Fierial did not, but I uh, had a really good run in actually a lot of the UEFA tournaments with two advanced teams. I think I got Roma, Manchester United against Barcelona. And there's another one that I got as well, plus uh, many more. But I guess I'll, I'll have a gloating episode at some point soon, hopefully with a few more wins to add 
to the tally. So that'll do it for this episode. Thanks, of course, all my Patreon subscribers, anyone who's on pregame.com, anyone who you, if you're listening to this, I'm thanking you. I really appreciate all the support, trying to grow this thing as much as we can, Um, trying to potentially find some new sponsors and potentially new ideas for for episodes for next year. Might be going off the wall and just doing some new podcasts. If you want to be on, if you want to be a guest, you want to start doing podcasts every week, let me know. I'm just trying to get out there, record as much as I can, try to entertain the people and potentially give you some winners. So follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner, Patreon, the real underscore G Warner, anywhere you can find this, the real underscore G Warner is probably where you're going to find me slide in. I don't bite unless you uh, say something really nasty, but I mean, honestly, I, I can take it. So send what you want. I'll talk to you all soon and uh, make sure you uh, make sure you have a nice ret like nice rest because we got a couple months off and then we're gonna go right back into it probably starting in august to get everything going to win a bunch more money a boatload more next year